Welcome back to the Scouting the Cities podcast. It's episode 11. We are back after a one-week hiatus where I did not post. I'm sorry. And I didn't tell anybody that I didn't post because I was embarrassed and sad that I missed a week. But you know what? We're back here with episode 11. It's Kairos, King Kairos, uh, as a music guy. And he also has two startups going, which are really cool, TouchLink and Moon Man Entertainment. We talk about all three of those topics during this episode. It was a great conversation with a guy I consider a friend, Kairos. I met here at the University of St. Thomas through my friends Nick and Cy. And um, we ended up making a music video for Kairos, his song Tongue Tied, which if you clicked on the link tree to tune into this episode, you see it at the bottom of the link tree. Sadly, it's moved its way to the bottom as it was a few months ago now. Doing that music video was... Uh, a, a wild experience with Nick and Syed. It took a long, long time for us to get it done because it was our first time making a music video, but we wanted to push ourselves and do something new. Fun fact, this studio that I'm sitting in right now that me and Kairos were just sitting in um, is where we filmed the music video. Um, we have the green screen behind the camera. We had a black curtain right here, and then there's lights up here, like, um, you know, big studio lights and we pointed down and and you know made it into a circle for like a spotlight shot that you see in the music video literally every shot is in 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 there there's um an audio booth to my left your right i guess um that has like the little square that we shoot through and it was it was really fun but while all those shots were in here the first day of filming we actually filmed outside right after a snowstorm here in Minnesota. It was probably, I guess that was February or March. I don't know. It, I could name literally any date within the last three months or four months or six six months, I guess now. Oh my God, it's July. Um, and you could say snow besides June because I'm pretty sure it snowed in May too. Um, but anyway, it was a big snowstorm and it was freezing cold. We shot outside down by the Mississippi River near St. Thomas's campus. Um, and I just remember being freezing. It was like two hours and Kairos was doing like these costume changes um, for different shots. We had a shot where like he was on uh, the big rock, uh, a big rock like overlooking the Mississippi River. And we had him in different positions and he changed into like five different outfits in the freezing cold. And of course, like he's changing into outfits, like not huge jackets. So like he's freezing and I'm the one complaining about this day right now. Right. Um, I remember like taking a shot to um, where I was on my knee recording the whole song and my, my knee just like started shivering like I've never felt before. It was a brutal day and then we go the next day and, and shooting here and it's all rainbow vibes when the day before it was all in snow so it's all white. So we decided it doesn't really make sense to flip between these two. So we scrapped everything we shot outside. So... All that cold was for naught. Um, but yeah, that's how I met Kairos. That music video you should check out as well. But Kairos has just been a grinder throughout his whole life, I guess. And, and everything I had heard about him before I met him, it was like he's just doing so many different things. Um, he just here at St. Thomas on his own. Um, and now he started these two new companies that you'll hear about. And then doing his music. That's what I originally thought we were going to talk about, but we really didn't 
too much. We did, but it wasn't the main point because he has so many interesting things going on, which is what I love about this podcast. I get to hear about the interesting things people are doing, and I hope that's why you enjoy it as well. So I'll stop talking now. It's Scouting the Cities, episode 11 with Kairos. Enjoy. All right. King Kairos by day, right? Or no, King Kairos by night. Yeah. <laughs> or on uh, on uh, all the music apps. And then Kairos by, by day. day. Yeah. There you go. That's how you say it. Very um, easy to remember. <laughs> yes. So Kairos, uh, you make music. You're running startups. Um, why don't you just like give us a rundown on what your days are like these days? Yeah. <laughs> um, like I was saying before, day starts at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, I get outside. I do. Ju- I jump rope. And then I get inside, I hit the, I hit the heavy bag, heavy yeah. bag for like 10 minutes. And then I work out and usually that takes me about an hour. And then I have my breakfast. And then usually when I try to, when I eat my breakfast, I try to make sure I'm not on my phone or anything mm-hmm. like that, because I really want to destimulate my brain so that the next thing is always going to be the most exciting thing. Yeah. So have my breakfast and then I start checking my email and start getting the day going. Yeah. So yeah. what are you uh, checking your email for? You got two startups going. Yeah. Um, what are they called? What What do they do? So one is called Moonman Marketing. That's a digital marketing agency. We help people with content creation, with social media management, with like event promotion and literally everything under the sun We're we're still we're young and we're a very new company so we just take whatever jobs we can get um right right now the majority of our clients are lawyers but we're we're expanding to different industries so that's moonman marketing and then there's touchlink which is my music tech company which i'm pretty excited about we're working on something um innovative and first to market but it's it's crunch time because I'm part of a business accelerator program and we have deadlines that we have to meet like every week and we have to get things together and hopefully um, we'll be ready for investors by the end of um, this month, early August. So just trying to make sure I get everything yeah. everything ready and squeaky clean so so I can really show people the value in it. Yeah, that's really exciting. How did you get? into like the accelerator program which is St. Thomas ran. Well, it's or? not St. Thomas is one of its um backers/and slash f- and I think they funded it at some mm-hmm. point, but they don't they don't they don't anymore. So it's just yeah. associated. I was a part of so this program it's run by a company called Generator mm-hmm. and uh last January in J term, so January 2023, I was just looking I was just looking for like I was looking through the Schultz School of Entrepreneurship website Mm -hmm. and they had this tab that said like oh apply for this business accelerator I was like a week and a half past the deadline but I'm like you know what what the heck I'm so I just emailed emailed the lady in charge I said hey like I'm going to apply for this I'm going to apply late I just emailed her my application and she let me in and that program was called G Alpha and then um, the continuation, so G Alpha had a cohort of, I believe it was 10 companies. And then the continuation was called G Beta. And G Beta has a cohort of five. And I was, I applied for that and I got in because I was super excited yeah. as well because G Beta is, it's not that G Alpha wasn't the real deal, but G Beta is like a lot more Another intensive. Step up. It's, a, yeah. it's, a, it's a step up. So I applied for that, um, I think in early May. I got through. I went through the interview process and I made it in, and I'm one of five uh, cohorts 
all of them are St. Thomas graduates, all mm-hmm. the founders. Yeah. And so you you just graduated from St. Thomas as well, right? Yes. Yeah. So um, and then are you running this particular startup with other uh, people as well? It's just me right now, mm-hmm. but I have a lot of friends who are specialized in a lot of different things. So whenever I need, whenever I need help that I don't want to outsource for a lot of money, I just ask one of my friends who's familiar with the space, and they usually help me. They usually help me out. So I've been able to do a lot as a solo founder and we'll see how long that can go because eventually i want to build a very strong reliable team around the company like as we expand and so like what are what are like the goals of the company like what do you guys do Mm -hmm. on a daily basis or i guess once you uh finish up by the end of the month you said yeah uh, I'll I'll start by saying what the company is and what yeah. we do what we do just to, just to kind of fill in the blanks for anybody wondering. Um, the company is called Touchlink, mm-hmm. and we uh, create solutions for independent artists. So the main product we're working on right now is called the Touchlink Tag. I actually have one in my pocket. I'll I'll show I'll show you in a second. Mm-hmm. It's called the Touchlink Tag, and um, the problem we're trying to solve is that independent artists do not have many ways to get paid for their actual like for their actual music. Like yeah. you have streaming services like Spotify and Apple Music which are really good for accessibility. Like if your song is on one of those platforms almost anybody will be able to hear it. But you the payout is super low. Yeah, it's like 0.07 cents, it's, right? It's <laughs> it's even less than the, it's yeah. less than that. It's um, it's about a dollar for um, every 300 to 400 streams. Mm-hmm. And to put that into perspective, I had, I, had a song, I had a song on streaming services, Rap Psycho. It broke 10K streams. And when I looked at how much I uh, was owed by my distributor, it was about $40. Yeah. You know? So not very lucrative. Mm-hmm. So that's one way that an artist can profit off of their music. The other way is through CDs and vinyl records, which are really cool, but they're becoming more and more archaic. Ask um, one one of two people, and only like probably less than half of them are actually gonna be have CD players or vinyl players that they can access that kind of music with. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to bridge the gap. So I created. Um, let's see if I have it. Do I have a prototype in my pocket right now? I'm about to find out. <laughs> so I created this. Um, Gotta keep it on you, man. I, I there it is. So touch link tag. Uh, do you have your mm-hmm. phone on you? I'll show you how it I works. I do not. Or here. Yeah. We're doing like a shark tank. I guess so. <laughs> so basically, um, yeah, so just, just point it towards me the other way. Mm-hmm. And uh, it should in a second oh my God. prompt the link. Did it prompt the link? Yeah. Yeah, tap it. It's that video we were working on. Tongue tie. No way. No, for real. So the point of these is that uh, these are meant to hold singles and Uh albums from artists and we're working on our own web app and our own mobile application so that instead of directing it to youtube because this this is just a prototype Mm -hmm. prototype is directing to youtube spotify and apple music instead of directing to youtube it's going to direct to our platform and then artists will be able to sell these at their shows as um merchandise and as music so let's say that i wanted to drop a single Next week, mm-hmm. I'd sell my single on these at my next show for probably like $10 or something yeah. like that. Um, people are meant to collect them. It's supposed to be a fun way to support your favorite artist. And these are also going to be really cool. Like art, any artist that orders these from us will be able to fully customize it. Yeah. And our revenue model is pretty simple. Um, 
you buy you buy these uh average order is 150 average order is 50 mm-hmm. and you that costs about 150 dollars, which averages to like three dollars a tag mm-hmm. and then artists can turn around and sell these for as much as they want yeah and then they just have to pay a yearly hosting fee so that we can keep the keep the music online oh wow that's unbelievable mm-hmm. i mean Ah, that's so smart. So, so, and then artists are going to be able to like put their you own can designs. Hold, hold it, play with it. Yeah. So, if your yeah. artist has a logo or if they have album uh-huh. art or anything, we'll put it on there. And it's super light too. Like yes. easy, like uh, put it on a keychain kind of thing. Or like, yeah. I used to wear it around mm-hmm. my neck a lot, but it made it a little harder to do people's demonstrations. Yeah, so yeah, I just yeah. kept it in my pocket. But wow, this is the second iteration of it. We're trying to get to the third and fourth prototyping stages before we push these to market. But since I'm in an accelerator, we're moving really fast. So third and fourth prototypes are probably going to be out by next week. Yeah. So have you been selling them now? <laughs> yes, I mm-hmm. have been. And like, so... Low, are, low, yeah, I've been yeah. selling them. I've been selling them low key. And how it works is that uh, I either have people DM me their music on spot on Spotify or Apple Music or mm-hmm. YouTube, and I just um, I just code it all up into these tags, and I give them I give them the order. So we're not fully customizing them yet for people. Mm-hmm. They all look pretty standard, but that's gonna change in the next couple of weeks because yeah. we yeah we we made a little bit of a breakthrough, and now we're yeah that's we're unbelievable. I so how did you come up with this idea? Just because you, I mean, making music yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, it's actually, it's kind of funny. Uh, I had a project that I released last year. Mm-hmm. It was called Summer Orange. And the the cover of it was a, was a sun. And I, like, I built a 3D model of a sun, like, on a web painter or something like that. And I, like, pasted it as a cover. And I mm-hmm. thought, you know what? It'd be so cool if I sold little trinkets of these and sold them to be and just sold them to people as collectibles for this project. And I said, wait a minute, why can't I just have music on the trinkets? How would yeah. that work? So then research the technology, you figured out, okay, what's the best way to get something connecting to a phone and prompting a link? Found all that out, and then after that, it was it was a go, and it worked perfectly because mm-hmm. I was taking a technology and prototyping class at St. Thomas, yeah. and we were learning how to do 3D modeling. We were learning how to 3D print, and everything just came together just in time for G Alpha. Yeah, so January. you could apply. Yeah, so it's just like perfect storm, right? Mm-hmm. Entre- entrepreneurship, <laughs> like my my whole journey in entrepreneurship was just right time, right place yeah. kind of things where I'd be stupid to not jump at that opportunity. That's crazy how, mm-hmm. uh, and that's so, like, something you wouldn't even think of. It's so smart, like, at to, for, <laughs> yeah, you're a smart guy. Right? <laughs> I mean, yes, it's, Kairos, it's, everybody. It's, so, it's something. <laughs> it's something. That's going to be so cool. And I can see tons of artists using that, like, because you're, you're right, like, CDs and vinyls are going out. Like, they're, they're like, obviously, big artists print them, right, mm-hmm. and or sell them. Yeah. And, but Take I Taylor like, Swift, biggest example. She <laughs> sold... So many vinyl records, oh my gosh, for people who didn't even have vinyl players. People yeah. were buying vinyl players. Just to just like to hang it on the wall yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It, it, was an, it was insane. Yeah. So you were, yeah, you no. were saying. No, CDs, yeah. Taylor and Swift, so yeah. like that's like the same sort of thing, like a collector's item, right? Especially mm-hmm. if you can get designs on there too. Like mm-hmm. I can see that really yeah. taken off. And man. it's good for the artist because instead of having to hustle CDs like they did back in the old days, yeah. they can sell these and... There are different, like, if you hit certain milestones with how many of these you sell, you're going to be making, like, a significant profit. Yeah. I'm talking, like, multiple thousands of dollars a week if you 
if you market them right and you yeah. get them together right. So we're also trying to help artists build themselves as a brand, get better connected with their fan base. Mm -hmm. Just a lot of the things that um, an artist knows they should do, but don't necessarily know exactly how to get to that step. Yeah. yeah. And so is the site you're creating going to be sort of like Linktree as well, like kind of thing? Yeah, we're we're playing with the we're playing with the social aspect as mm -hmm. well as the as well as the linking aspect because the thing about a social network or something that helps something that's supposed to help artists get well more well known, it benefits the more users it gets. Mm -hmm. And if we're going to be giving these out to artists to sell the fans, that's exponential growth. That's exponential users. So why not take advantage of everybody who could potentially be using this and yeah. be directed to this web app? So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play with that. We're gonna play with the social social media social network mm -hmm. features as well. Maybe artists will be able to collaborate. Maybe there'll be um, certain solutions. It's a lot of potential which can be a little bit of a problem because sometimes I get analysis paralysis where mm. it's there's so many things to consider that I can't, that I'm like, what do yeah. I choose? Yeah. What do I do? But the solution to that is um, right now we're trying a little bit of everything, crossing out what work, crossing out what doesn't work, checking what works, and trying to move in a solid direction. Well, right now you're kind of still in like early stage. Well, it's, mm -hmm. you said you started in January? Yes. Wow. So like so the, yeah the, 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 yeah con the concept actually came about and started yeah. writing down a business plan in January. Obviously, I wasn't working on it too much during the school year because mm -hmm. I was yeah I was just I was just doing busy. I was just doing a lot yeah, yeah I was I was busy now that I think about it I had to I had to like take a step back for yeah. a second yeah like, so, like, damn I, I was kind of busy but yeah. now this summer I'm doing this I'm doing this full time mm -hmm. and. It is my goal to be able to do this full time after the summer as well. Yeah. Like imagine being able to take on my own salary yeah. and continue to work on my passion project as well as my marketing company. It's it's a different it's a different route to the same end goal mm -hmm. that everybody's trying to reach. That's that's awesome. And um so and then is this like product like patented and everything? Have they like helped? So the work working on it. Mm -hmm. The process is yeah. The process is complicated as sure, a yeah. lot of like a lot of serious things are where we're working on it enough where I'm confident that uh I'm confident that I'll be able to get it mm -hmm. like at least get some things down before before it becomes an issue but yeah. it's also the fact that I thought of this idea and I did it you yeah. know so if someone else thinks of that it's, or someone else sees this idea and does it then it's going to be a race yeah. you know so <laughs> I'm just out. That's why I'm just really, I'm really trying to focus on, focus on the important things, mm -hmm. focus on branding, focus on getting a base and focus on making sure my paper, paper trail is good so yeah. that when the copycat does eventually come, I mean. Well, it's going to come no matter what, right? Yeah. At least be, you hope, kind of. I mean, yeah. That, I mean, that's, that's a sign that it's a good idea, yeah. you know, but when the copycat d does come, it's not going to yeah. be anything to yeah. really worry Your about. You're a step ahead. Yeah. So, um, then... I, so so then how has that worked with running this marketing company as well what was the name again moon man marketing moon man marketing i literally gave out the last business card i had in my wallet i'm gonna i'm gonna restart when i get back to mm -hmm. the crib but moon yeah. man marketing so so yeah so how has it been balancing those two as well as i guess just making music on the side now too mm -hmm. it's it's interesting it's when you're working on two startups in parallel you take 
um, ideas from one, bring it mm -hmm. to the other, and vice versa. Like with Moonman Marketing, uh, I was doing I was doing a lot of the web dev, and I realized I found the very like simple, solid way to do it, and I'm just gonna turn that around and do that for the TouchLink website. Yeah. And for TouchLink, I put into putting together the pitch deck and proposing it to other people and just explaining how it works. I've been taking elements of my pitch from there and bringing it to Moonman to get more customers. Mm -hmm. So it's it's cool. It's also a little. I realize that it's a little hard to explain to some people because I have to I have to really like specify what business I'm talking about because if I say my startup it's one of two yeah. one of two options but it's also a lot of it's also a lot of work. Um, Moonman, I'm co-founding it with my friend with my friend Joe, mm -hmm. basically my brother Joe, and that one it's a little more um, delegation and communicating with him. Like what what gets done? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, with TouchLink, it's just it's all on you. Yeah, it's just me, me and me in my head, like coming solving problems to myself, taking notes down, making sure. So I put more time into TouchLink just because it's uh it's a little more it's a little more dependent on my focus. Where uh, Moonman, I still put in hours, just not as much. So I'd say the split is like twenty um. 20 30 or something like that in mm -hmm. terms of hours a week yeah. i put into these businesses so yeah, yeah. So a lot of time <laughs> yeah and yeah. getting good sleep too i hope i yeah. I, 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 am, I am for the most part yeah. again that 5 a.m grind is hard yeah. if you if you're not well rested mm -hmm. like i was in i was in japan like last week and that i've been telling people that whole experience felt like one long day separated mm -hmm. by naps yeah. Because I wasn't I wasn't sleeping that much mm -hmm. at all. I was only sleeping when I could, and I feel like that really conditioned me for getting back into this grind set. Yeah. Because when I was over there, I was still working. Like I wasn't I wasn't slowing down. I was just taking meetings at 11 p.m., 3 a.m., 5 a.m. Japan time. Mm -hmm. While uh, because I had to make sure I, people the pause, when you work on a startup, you can't just push the pause button. Like yeah, no. Things have to keep moving and you have to still keep in contact with people and all that. But all that to say, I've been getting good sleep, at least for me. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Enough to, to, you know, keep you working. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then I guess, why still wake up at five in the morning? Like, why keep that grind going? If, if you lose momentum, it's really hard to get it back again. Mm -hmm. It is really hard to get it back again. You ever hear of people going to the gym, like they all fired up, they're going for the first couple months, it's fine, they miss one day, and then all of a sudden they're done? It's because they lost momentum. So keeping, just keeping a steady workflow, like instilling it into your, into your consciousness is just really good. It's the, same thing with, it's the same thing with TikTok or Instagram Reels, where if you condition yourself to just watch those watch those a lot watch them for hours at a time that's what that's what your brain's going to be comfortable doing where it's also the same for working you got to condition your brain to be comfortable with working getting things done and being okay with not being being okay with little stimulation you know mm -hmm. like you got to be okay doing the boring stuff because boring is relative it only is boring when you're doing something more fun or more stimulating when boring builds up to more fun right exactly like all these like projects like well the, like the stuff i do right like mm -hmm. this podcast editing it sometimes i'm like damn 
It sucks. <laughs> but then it's like, well, at least, you know, I'm talking to Kairos. Like, other people are going to hear about these cool, like, ideas you're working on and, like, mm-hmm. this awesome business that mm-hmm. is really smart, by the way. Like, this is, like, I did not realize how innovative it. you are, Kairos. I appreciate it. Um, so... Yeah, and and then like all that boring, like it builds up to the good stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. eventually you're gonna be able to, you know, do whatever you, you, you other guys are gonna be working for you. They're gonna be doing the boring stuff. Yeah, and even if everything crashes and burns, I still have the experience, and I can still do it again, but better. Yeah, at yeah. least you tried too, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's always the mindset to have. Regrets. Oh my gosh! Like my biggest fear about getting older is the regrets that I will have because mm-hmm. everybody has them, you know, it's just up to having less than yeah. the average person would have. You know? Yeah. Making the regrets a little bit smaller. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean. Like that yeah. is terrifying to like, like if you have an idea, you got to really like go for it. Cause it's now or never. Exactly. Right. And like, I remember thinking when I was, um, just like a few years ago being like, man, I'm getting older, like time's pushing, like, we're young. Like, mm-hmm. it's like, this is the time you kill yourself, like, metaphorically. Like, <laughs> put put all the work on yeah. and grind. Yeah. So you went to Japan. Yeah. How was Japan? Good? It was so fantastic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was it was just different than, every, than anything I've experienced before, mm-hmm. culturally. Like, my parents are from Sierra Leone. I've been over there a few times. Like, I love it over there. I want to live there when I'm older. Mm-hmm. Um, but Japan was also just a crazy experience. Even to the way that people interact with you, it's just, it's just different. Mm -hmm. The streets are so clean. Really? No litter. It's a major city. Like Tokyo is a major, is a major city. You won't see any litter unless if you really try to find it. That's crazy. I don't see any homelessness in the major cities. Um, the food is so fresh. It's so good. It's so light. And fresh and good that when you eat it, you don't feel it in your stomach yeah. and it just passes through well. It was to the point where when I got back when I got back to the States, the first meal I ate was a McDonald's double quarter pounder. Of course. Bro, <laughs> that knocked me out. Like <laughs> I floor, felt yeah. I felt all with each bite. I felt my energy draining. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know if I want to eat food in here anymore. Yeah, like I gotta go, I gotta start ordering my food from Japan or something <laughs> because because yeah, the food is really good, and Tokyo, the city, mm-hmm. it felt like the vibe felt exactly like the movies. You know, I don't yeah, know if you've yeah, I don't know, I know if you've you ever mean, seen yeah. the movies where it's like the the text Tokyo, and uh-huh. then it's just super busy, people <laughs> yeah, yeah. moving around, uh-huh. like super lit, like all these lights mm-hmm. going around, a whole bunch of cartoon advertisements. Yeah, and, yeah, that's how it is. That's Tokyo. Yeah. yeah, and it's full of life. It's bustling, but everybody is always moving on a mission. You mm-hmm. don't really see anybody wandering. Yeah. Like everybody gets to things on time because the train is always on time and if you miss the train then you're going to be late, you know. Everybody is make everybody walks on the left side of the walks on the left side of the street and if you want to pass, you go to the right side, walk really quickly yeah. and then go around. <laughs> it's it's very formulaic, mm-hmm. which is something that you don't really see in the United States. The United States is a very controlled chaos. Well, oh, for sure. Tokyo and Japan as a whole, I see as controlled, mm-hmm. you know, and not as chaotic. Yeah. So, 
There's yeah, but I ten I was only there for ten days. Ten yeah. days isn't enough. I got to go back. Yeah, I gotta explore more. I'm sure. I'm sure. Like you never really got used to the jet lag or anything either. Like you were saying, yeah. well, and you had the meetings to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it'd be it'd be cool to go over there and then really just relax for a while. But we we got there on a, just a very nice travel package, flights, flights, hotels, and breakfast. Mm-hmm. So I was I was yeah. living it up. I was yeah. staying in very nice Taking hotels. Advantage of it. So it was, yeah. yeah, it was it was good. Um, I'm going to go back as soon as possible. Yeah. It's funny. Whenever someone like talks about going to a different country, it's always like how the food is so much healthier. Mm, Yeah. Why can't we have healthy food? I mean, we have like the stereotype is the United States eat trash and in some ways it's true. In some ways it's not, but in some ways it's true. And that's, that was a very, yeah. Come to Jesus moment. (laughs) (laughs) Come to Jesus moment. So, all right. So you're working on music as well on the side, I guess, like. Uh, what I mean, balancing all this has yeah. got to be tough. Yeah, is is doing the music now like your relaxation? Yeah, it's it's my it's my yeah it's my release. I today I like I told like I told you before I took I took some meetings today. I got some work done and I just was I was not feeling I was not feeling super good. So mm-hmm. I was just like I'm just gonna record some music instead. I get probably four or five original beats sent to me almost every day mm-hmm. which they just they just pile up so i either make one of my producers day by just taking what they sent me flipping it 20 minutes later and sending it back or i just look through look through the archive and find something that's jumped out at me that mm-hmm. i haven't yeah that i haven't like, like realized the potential of before yeah and that's how it, that's how it is with every beat i feel like if I stopped getting beats sent to me just as a whole, and I went through the whole back catalog of everything. I'd eventually be able to record on everything. How would you describe your music to someone who like hasn't listened to you? Hmm. That's it's tough because my music just goes in phases. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really reflective of my subconscious. Um, I'd say it's. Hmm. I'd say a lot of it is about a lot of it a lot of it is about love, like love of people, love of things, um love of like a mood I have, dislike dislove, that's not a word, but I'm using it. Dislove of myself and I'm like struggling with that or self-love and like um yeah, self-love and expressing that. So I'd say at the end of the day, it's all about love. Right now, this summer I'm in I'm in the I'm in the pop phase where mm-hmm. I've been listening to a lot of pop radio hit music and I you know what, I'm just gonna take I'm just gonna take my take my hand at doing my own spin on uh, spin on pop music and what I think it could and should sound like. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing for now, but I have I have like disco projects I'm envisioning. I have like EDM projects I'm envisioning. I have trap. I have I even make country music every now and then. Just, why not? You know? Yeah, like why? Like it's 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 there, there's some appeal to it. I'll yeah. admit it took me it took me a long time to to realize that, but there's some appeal to it. Well, in country you know, music now is all like. It can be anything. It can be anything, <laughs> really? as long as, as long as long as it has that like very that core instrumentation and <laughs> yeah. that that old twang. Oh you know yeah, what that's southern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't. I, I don't even. My I, my my country persona is country Kai. Country Kai <laughs> I gotta awesome. I gotta get back. Oh yeah. no no, it's country K. 
It's country, country K. K. I got to get back on some country K. Some, some country K. Some country the, K. Hey, it's it's the summer, man. You got to. <laughs> that's, that's the that's you know what everyone's playing, right? Yeah. Like, I guess I don't know. Yeah. That and, and some pop music as well. So, um, I guess when did you start making music, and how has that like path been for you? Yeah, I started. Mm, I started playing around with the idea of recording my own music. Um, maybe when I was 16 or 17, but mm-hmm. it was nothing serious. I'd go to my, I'd go to my friend's house and I'd sleep over and he, we'd use audacity yeah. and we'd just, we'd just record something and then just put it over, yeah, put it over a beat. And then yeah. if the mix sound, if the mix sounded bad, we'd look up tutorials on how to get things to sound better. But that was, that was so sporadic and honestly, it was it was really just, uh, hey, I did this thing. And then a month later, hey, I did this other thing. I started off by making, I started off by making beats, beats mm-hmm. with friends. And then I really started getting into the actual like recording by myself um, beginning of 2022. Mm-hmm. So, so pretty recent. Been, yeah. So it's been about a year and a half of me recording, recording and making songs and it just, I always had it, you know, and I've always, I always wish I started sooner because yeah, I know right. I'd be so much more, my, my sound would be so much more refined. Mm-hmm. Like if I started sooner, if I started when I, if I actually did start taking it seriously when I was 16 or whatever, but it took um, one of my homeboys coming over and like bring, bringing his laptop, showing how he record, he records on Logic he showed his um, his mute, his preset chain. He did all that, mm-hmm. and we just used the mic I had, and we recorded some songs. And I was I was thinking this only took us like 15 minutes, yeah. And like this only took us 15 minutes, and we just did that, and it sounds cool to me. So I like the day after I bought Logic, I bought my AutoTune pack, and I just started learning how I just started learning how to make and learning how to record and. Some of my early work still stands, you know, like some of the, some of the work I did a year and a half ago, it's still, I still listen to it and I'm thinking, I was really on something. Yeah. So again, that shows that, and that shows that it was, it was there, like the talent, the talent and the, yeah, the talent and the ability is there. It's just about refining it and pointing it in a direction. Yeah. Where do you hope to go with it from here? Like doing shows, putting out, you know, full albums? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to. I'm still thinking about how I'm going to do shows, like, mm-hmm. at least for this summer. All of my music can be played, can be p- played live with a live band. So I've been experimenting with a live band, like trying to find consistent practice times, just trying to make sure that we can get everything together. Excuse me. And hopefully by the end of, by mid to end of August, we'll be able to just start doing gigs. Like I hope to play at St. Thomas a couple times just to, just to test the waters as far as projects, I'm limiting myself to seven song EPs, mm-hmm. um, just because I feel like that's that's a that's a good that's a good length to to express what I'm thinking, but without trying to make it a full album or a full project. And I'm just gonna be releasing them sporadically. I have two planned for this summer, and just depending on depending on like what my output is, like how I'm feeling, where I am in my life, I'll just be releasing them. But yeah. as for like my future hopes and my future plans with my music, I don't really have 
I'm not really like shooting for the stars right now. Uh, it's blowing up in music. I have I have my opinions about it, but blowing up in music and pursuing music full time, it's a very it's a very tricky lane mm -hmm. to be a part of because it is literally just grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding, and then eventually something will happen where you can capitalize on a big opportunity and maybe something will happen. You know, yeah. it's about being prepared and being ready. And at this point, like the the level the level I am, like I'm at right now, where I can I freestyle I freestyle songs. It takes me about twenty minutes to put together twenty minutes to put together like a a really a pretty decent demo. I feel like I'm I'm at a point where I'm not necessarily focusing on getting better. Mm -hmm. I'm just You're focusing just on yeah, having fun, expressing myself. And if someone hears what I have and they say you are really something and they're able to connect me to the right person, I will jump on that opportunity. Of course, but my sights aren't set on making it as a big-time musician yet. Like, that's... People who make it in music are chosen, you know, and they... You make it better if you're more prepared... The more prepared you are. Yeah. You know? Well, and music is a lot of ifs, always. Like, mm -hmm. even if you blow up on, you know, TikTok now, it doesn't matter. It's like, mm -hmm. the people are going to forget about you in a week. I know so many then, people who blown up on TikTok and who are back to the, who are back to the grind like yeah. a month later, yeah. you know? Well, you can't stop. You yeah. literally cannot stop. Yeah. Like, uh, like, do you remember that the, uh, like Marlboro Nights was like one of the first like huge TikTok songs. Where's that guy? Marlboro, how does that even go again? I don't want to go to school tomorrow. I could stay up thinking oh, about you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my God. They just like re, they just released like a, um, you know, Midwest. Yeah. He just did like a remix on that song. Oh really? It's not good. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I like Midwest. Yeah. Did not like that song. Damn, they were trying to revitalize it. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were trying, trying to, to revitalize it. He was trying to get his career back. But yeah, no, it's a lot of ifs at all mm -hmm. times. And like you can have all the talent in the world. It doesn't mean you're gonna make it because mm -hmm. it's just so random. It is. But to aspiring artists who are who are watching or listening to this, yeah. just refine your sound, refine your sound, refine your sound. Make it objectively good and when i say objectively good it means make your music so that it sounds good to like non-music heads and that it sounds good to music heads mm -hmm. where um you can always improve you can always get better and you can always refine the sound P some people are born more talented musically than others and some people have to like climb like climb the ladder a little faster or climb the ladder a little harder or whatever you know but just Get prepared, yeah. Get prepared and take advantage of opportunities. And at any show, could be the show that an A and R is looking around for talent and decides, hey, like I'm gonna take a chance on this person, or we, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna talk, or we're gonna sign. But yeah, as of right now, I'm making music for fun. It's very very good creative outlet. Very good emotional outlet as well. Sometimes I listen back to a song. I was like, "Whoa, was I really feeling that?" Oh man, you know what I mean. Man, I was sad. That <laughs> yeah, night. yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. Right now, it's for fun. And my friends, oh my gosh, my friends stay asking me like, "When's the next thing dropping?" Or mm -hmm. wait, like, "When? When's the next project?" Like I've had I've had friends tell me like, "Hey, like I want to talk to you as a fan. I'm not necessarily as your friend. Like, when's that next song you yeah. promised me a few months ago? When's that coming out?" Because yeah. 
yeah, I the kind of music I make when when people resonate with it or when people absorb the content, they're hungry for more. Yeah. So which which is which is which is pretty cool, I think. I I I mean, yeah. I I I mean, so I'll say this: we we made a music video together. Me, Nick, Reichert, and uh, Cy, um <laughs> We all made a music video for Kairos. That's mm-hmm. how we know each other but um tongue tied it's on youtube look it up it's (laughs) it's on the link tree that you clicked on to get to this podcast hopefully (laughs) um but yeah and like the music's just fun right like it's clear that you're having fun with it and i think Mm -hmm. that's very evident and awesome right and that's why people enjoy it Mm -hmm. so you have all this stuff going on and through college you've told me like all, you had a, a, other companies as well that you're running or like side hustles, I guess you can yeah. call them. Why do you have this like grind mindset like to just keep going and keep doing new things and then like starting new businesses and just trying to climb up the ladder? Yeah. I, I'm, a, I'm an observer. Like I, I'm, a, I'm a big people watcher at parties too. Like I'll be perfectly satisfied with the drink in my hand and just – like looking looking at the crowd or kind of like trying to say what's your life story what's your life story what's your life story and i want to um create um independent independent wealth and i want to be a uh, first generation millionaire i mean that would set my that set my family up so well mm-hmm. first born in the states you know that that's kind of that's kind of the small goal in the back of their head you know and i also want to inspire people to to just live yeah i want to inspire people to live with a balance of how they want to but also live with the um ability to see what they could be you know like i want to bring i want to bring out potential in people and the most efficient and the best way to do that is to have a success story that people that people look at that's what gets their attention and then teach them how to do it themselves or teach them how to realize their talent in themselves. Yeah. And the world, I guess I'm going to sound cliche saying this, but the world is changing. Like in the past, in the past, like even six months, the world has, the world has changed a lot from what it was before. And I'm starting, I'm starting to see that. And I'm starting to realize that um, if I want to be, if I want to be, this is the best opportunity. Like this is the best opportunity in the past couple hundred years, you know, that someone has, like someone our age has to prepare themselves to change the world. Um, however they want. I'm trying to change yeah. it for the better. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring wealth back over to Sierra Leone, take it out of the third world status, and uh, and elevate it up. Like I'm, re- I'm trying to get my assets in place. I'm trying to invest wisely. I'm trying to do all that. And your 20s are when you have the most energy. Like your 20s are when you have the most ideas. And your brain, your brain don't stop developing until you're like your early 30s or something like that. I actually heard relatively recently that your brain has two in your life. Your brain has two like creative bursts, you know, where your neurons are just firing Final, and they're constantly yeah. absorbing mm-hmm. information. Like one of them is when you're like ages two, th- two and three, and another is in your early 20s because that's when, that's when us as humans, the, the, two, the two times in our lives where like 
we become who we're going to be in the we become who we're going to be for the rest of our lives mm-hmm. and i just want to take advantage of that and just make my 30 year old self very happy at how hard i've been working now yeah try to set yourself up right yeah i mean so as a f- first generation american um american like how yeah. has it been growing up and like learning all these different lessons yourself and like mm-hmm. having the ability to start a company and and to even like fathom that it it feels i mean it feels good it feels really good and i feel very lucky like the america sucks narrative has been going it goes it goes around it has it has its waves usually usually every four years or whatever you know but you got to remember that in america in the united states of america you can literally do whatever you want, and as long as you don't bring as, bring that much heat towards you, you'll be able to get away with it. Mm-hmm. Like in Tokyo, lit- if you if you get caught littering or if you get caught like drop like if paper falls out of your pocket or something like that, you can get fined like a decent amount. You know, like in in um in, in Sierra Leone, there the governmental stru- the governmental is, is uh, structure is such where that if the go- if the government if the government deems you like a cert- like as a certain threat or a certain person or whatever they have like your your freedom your freedom is basically like uh, well it's it's up to it's up yeah. to them to decide you know over here you can really you can really be whoever or whatever you want to be and there are always going to be steps to get there Obviously, there are some pe- some people some people in the United States, their starting line is pushed way further back than other people, and envisioning how to get there is a lot tougher. Mm-hmm. But there is always a way, and that's that's what I that's what I love about this place, and that's that's a mindset that I guess I've always had, but it's only recently started blossoming. Like as I've seen, as I've had like places to compare compare where I live mm-hmm. to. And yeah, so I'm just trying to trying to live that live that American dream. Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the American dream. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, so I'll ask two final questions. Yeah. Big music guy. What song would you put on on the device? What's your favorite song? My favorite song right now. Oh my gosh. Oh man, I'm gonna say. <laughs> I can't, it's really hard for me to limit it to that. So I'm going to say my favorite song of this month, which is kind of cheating because it's only, yeah. it's only, so I'm not, I'm not going, I'm not going to say the, I'm not going to say the date just in case you edit, you had to edit things around. No, well, it's coming out tomorrow. It's oh, July okay. 5th. Well, bet. Oh, you editing this all tonight? Uh-huh. Well, we got Casey switching in the back, so oh. it's not, not too much editing. Oh, that's what, hey, go work, Casey. Casey's killing it, of course. Casey's Good killing job. it. Hey. <laughs> Casey, Casey's killing it. Super hot, <laughs> like Casey, Casey grilling it. Put the put the footage on the skillet, a Casey, Casey's Casey. Yeah, I'm not gonna do all that. <laughs> but uh, um, my favorite song of this month is July 5th right now. It has to be. Um, I think it's called. It's either called Hurt Me or it's, I think it's called Hurt Me. Trippy Red and Tory Lanez um, mm-hmm. released a song. It is so good, like. I've listened when it, when I find a song that really just resonates with me and I love the I love the production, I love the vocals, I love all of that. I just find myself listening to it back to back to back to oh, back yeah, to yeah. back. So, 
that song, I think it's called Hurt Me. So Hurt Me by Trippy Red and Tory Lanez. That's my favorite. That's my favorite song of this month. I'm the exact same way. There's there's been a lot of uh songs like that recently for me that I've just been throwing back on repeat. Like, like and what? I'm finding like stuff like um from the past. like I've been listening to Riot by Earl Sweatshirt a lot, you know? Oh yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah. just a banger. It's, it's just a, a beautiful banger. song. But yeah, no, like songs you just play on repeat. And it's like at the same time I'm like, damn, I should be listening to new music. But it's like well, hey, I your like music <laughs> will find you when it finds you. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, also, I will give a shout out to Curtis Waters' new album, Bad Son. That album I've just been playing on repeat. Curtis Summers. Curtis Waters. Curtis. You gotta Waters. check him out. He, oh, um, okay. you know the song "Stunning" that blew up on TikTok. Ice on my neck that's coming. I'm a pretty boy. I'm stunning. You know. Actually, you know? that's like that's a meme song, right? Yeah. It's yeah, kinda, yeah, kinda yeah. 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 Now, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it wasn't a meme song at first, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no. Um, he's he's from North Carolina, so and that's where I'm from. So I oh. like, um, I like have talked to him and stuff, and I've always followed his music. But um, what's the album called? Bad Son. Bad. It's Sun. really good. Okay. It's really really good. You okay. gotta check it out. But final question. Yeah. What is your favorite movie? Man, favorite movie. It's always a tough question. Man, I it's just I used to watch movies like that, and I, you know what? Um, Into the Spider Verse. I love that movie. That so movie. Good. That movie has so much replay value mm-hmm. because even just the animation, like you could see a different thing every time. Yeah. You know something funny? The new the new movie that came mm-hmm. out. That one's a across, across the, the Spider Verse. Yeah, across yeah. the Spider Verse. See, I hate it when they do all that. I know. It's so I hard get to remember confused, the name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, across the Spider Verse. You know that they played different versions in different I saw theaters. That, that was like, like five different versions. Yeah, I'm like, that's what? insane. You know, what? so it even it even just goes goes to show yeah. that there is so much to consume in those movies that you yeah. there's like there's no way that you're gonna have the same watch viewing experience um each time so that yeah well and those movies are so cool it's like something we've literally never seen before it's a totally different animation style yeah that even that new that new puss in boots movie i watched a little bit of on the plane that uses the same like kind of the same animation oh, style yes i've talked about this puss in boots movie like three it's times actually on fire bro like it's actually fire like <laughs> it's i such a good movie like oh it's not shrek 2 but it's still actually it's, it's fire unreal. you know yes. and the yeah the animation it does during the fight scenes is crazy yeah, I know Casey's laughing in the background because <laughs> we have had long conversations about this Puss in Boots movie. Yeah. Um. All right, King Kairos, yeah. Kairos. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. We hey, appreciate Scout, it. Scout, thank you so much for having me. I've I haven't done many I haven't done many podcasts, yeah. and it's it's always good to talk talk music with somebody yeah. because it's my at the end of the day it's my passion. And hey, if something comes out of it. Even if I'm in the front end as the artist or if I'm in the back end as production or songwriting or whatever, I'd love to continue to work in music. And that's yeah. why I love my that's why I love the company I'm working with so much, um, Touchlink, because I get to talk to artists and get to talk to them about their craft and yeah. like be able to give them advice and do things. So Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome. You're doing really cool stuff. Uh, that 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 touch link is going to be really cool and I'm excited to see where it goes. But thank mm-hmm. you, Kairos, for coming on. Much appreciated, bro. Much appreciated. Appreciate it.